No, wait, I picked the wrong guy. Never mind, just shut up. Hold on. Jacob's in New Hampshire. Jacob, go ahead. Hi. I think I think now we know who taught Hoyer how to count. I think it was Brady. But what, what Monday's game and White to the left of Stidham. Izzo stands up on the right wing as well. Edelman with the short motion. Stidham leans in, takes the snap in the pocket, lobs a throw, left corner for Harry. Diving catch! Touchdown! Patriots! There's his first one. What a throw by Stidham to the back pylon. For the second year player, Harry, this is what we've been waiting for. Welcome back to uh, the 42nd and a half or 43rd edition of Yo Soy Fiesta. Uh, we are back with the second half of, of the week. We're doing uh, the Denver preview little covid talk and uh our winners and losers from the previous week so we we can't start with a game because we don't know if we're going to have a game right now we are one of many teams in the league that is being ravaged with that put that in perspective of course because of the titans but ravaged by covid and our our game's in question we don't know if we're playing uh we can start there what do you guys think about COVID and the Pats. Well, I think we got to go with the the most obvious solution that it's the NFL made this and they're taking out our best players one by one and they don't want to see us winning. Um, but Coincidental that it's yeah. our top one and two players that got it. Yeah. It wasn't and Joe Cardona that got it. It was... Yeah, they're out to well, get he's us. He's a soldier. So They're out to get us. Yeah. They're out to get us. But, yeah, come on, I really? Mean, a vegan? Cam Newton, a vegan who lives alone <laughs> with minimal contact, who's in the, the best physical form of his life, got COVID? <laughs> I don't believe that. I, I don't believe. I don't believe it one bit. Um, but I, I don't even know if we're practicing this week. I don't know if we're going to play this week. Uh, I still, I still think we're going to beat Denver because uh, a team with no practicing can probably still be that team. Um, we'll see. It'll be fun. We should beat them. I mean, I know like we're not going to have any practice, but they may they may get one game of practice if ever, everything stays negative and. Honestly, that should still beat them because we, no matter who's the quarter, no matter who's the quarterback, I don't think it really matters for this game. We sh- either quarterback should be able to beat this team because let's face it, Denver is not that good and re- has a ton of injuries. So it's just, I mean, kind of a similar game plan: just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, easy throws. It's just don't get, don't get out put of the ball line. in Hoyer's hands. Do not let Hoyer touch the ball. And okay. there, there you go. Yeah. There's the recipe to success. Yeah, it's, I, if I see Hoyer out there again, I swear to God, they better start Stidham. Like, we can talk about this later, but, like, wow, this – I'm so sick of Hoyer. Like, Hoyer was supposed to be the quote-unquote safe bet, and he was anything but it. And it's just, I love I, how Jacob's just copying and pasting what he just said on Felger and Maz. Yeah, you, can, you can check Jacob on uh, Felger and Maz this afternoon. Yeah, put that clip in there. That can be the yeah, intro. You should, you should put, the it the intro. put it at the end. We'll or the see. or the outro, um, but Ethan, you 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 did say that about practice, and that's a huge part of it. Um, the inability to practice is is definitely the. I'm not worried about the talent level or Gilmore being out and not being able to lock up someone, or Cam being out and not being able to have a quarterback. I'm much more worried about the fact that the team is unable to practice. If you can't practice, you can't play. So that kind of opens up the the option to move this game to Monday or postpone it. I would imagine they wouldn't postpone it just because, I mean, if we played last week after we'll be going through with that, there's definitely not a reason to postpone it. But maybe they move it to Monday or late Tuesday, and then we get that Friday, Saturday. Because we still, at this point on, on Thursday, we haven't, we haven't been able to practice yet. So if we can't practice, there's no way they can play the game. So I don't, expect, I don't understand how the NFL expects four teams to play if they have not practiced. I think That's, it's more, more for punishment, if you ask me. It's like you you guys didn't follow protocols or close or you let your guard down and now you got COVID and now you can't practice for a couple of weeks. This is your punishment. You should have been better about it. I think nothing says me. NFL football than the Patriots getting punished by the NFL. Right. <laughs> what nothing annoys me more though than like the it's just you can't track where the like you can't de- definitively say where cam got this cam could have gotten it anywhere gilmore could have gotten it from anywhere it doesn't have to be that gilmore got it from cam or cam got it from somewhere 
It could have been somewhere along KC that Gilmore got it from. Who knows? It, you have no, you have no idea how to tell. So I feel like you can't just chalk it up to like you were loose with it, you were punished because they can be just as strict and just as cautious as everybody else. Now, if it's a Tennessee Titans situation and you are one of these teams that is out practicing when you were told not to, I think that's room for punishment. And that's when you can say you have to forfeit this game or you don't get to practice. But unless you can definitively say that a team was loose with it, I feel like you can't just say, well, you should be punished for it. Because that's what the investigation's for. I love how Grant's bringing up the proposition of Tennessee forfeiting once they play Buffalo. Well, I would, I would actually, I would actually be really upset if that 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 game gets forfeited because nobody likes a forfeit. That's and screwing also, my fantasy team too. And also, I'd be rooting for Tennessee in that game because passing every win they can get with being two and two in Buffalo without without a loss. So, but Grant, that's the the thing with the not being loosely like Cam and Gilmore went to, out to dinner the night before Cam came up positive. So. Is, is that I mean, like confirmed though? Like yeah, I that's confirmed. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's From confirmed who? by Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter. But then again, he's the one that said we were drafting a quarterback. But well, like, if you're not, not going to believe from, Adam Schefter, then you can't believe. He's hearing this from the team. You know that he's hearing this from the team. He's not. Who is he? Like, he's not hearing it from like a player. He heard. Oh, he heard it from the waitress. <laughs> yeah, he heard it from someone there. But yeah. uh, I mean, no, like when I say punishment, it's not really much of a punishment. It's just the way it is. Like this is what the NFL. This is what the plan was all along. You gotta follow the protocols, and it will be pretty difficult to get this virus supposedly. And if you don't follow it, and you gotta you miss a play, you lose a player or two, and you have to miss the practices. That's in the end on you. If it's a breakout like the Tennessee just had, that's a different story. They're just in an investigation, and they may have found that they were just they just ignored all the policies because i mean we heard they went to the gym together and i guess uh the latest thing from phil perry's was that they hid a bunch of evidence from the from the nfl so now there's talk by some people that they may get hit like something worse than the flake gate matt you've been pretty vocal about them not supposed to play on monday if there was no more breakouts what would you like to see like if there's just newton is still the way that he is and and Gilmore is still the way he is, what would you propose that the NFL do for the Pats game? So if it's just like we have no more positive tests yeah. or anything like that for this week? Yeah. If it all stays you just the gotta, same. Yeah, if it all stays the same, I think you just have to play it Sunday. I don't think you can – because then you start to interfere with Denver's schedule and they already have enough injuries as it is. Plus, New England has a bye week after this week. So even if they don't practice, it's not a big deal. But my main concern with them not practicing would be, like, injuries, right? Yeah. They haven't had a full week of contact. So they get out there first play, they get hit hard. Maybe an injury pops up, and that's, like, the worst-case scenario for the NFL. But just like you said, just like you said, if it was, like, a minor injury, you still have that bye week to, like, to rest. But, like, you yeah, still don't want to see yeah, exactly. you, you still You still don't want to see any injuries happen. Yeah, and that's where I think like the NFL is kind of, I don't know, it's unreasonable that they're not allowing them to practice because then you're just tampering with their player safety yeah. again. Like it's just not a good look for the NFL. But The NFL has never been one to care about player safety, whether it's been from or, right, yeah, or having a good personal image. Yeah, I mean, look, it's all about getting the games on, and I, that's why, I mean, you can agree to disagree, but if Mahomes comes down with COVID, personally, I don't think they're playing. I think that it's it was best for them to get that game off and get it on, and I, the Pats said they were upset with it, right? Or someone that's, the, that's the rumor right now is that they're upset with how the NFL has handled it. Well, they should be. Eh. Absolutely. No, you just, can't just. It's it's always going to be about the NFL's bottom line before player safety, and I think that you can say the responsible thing to do there was cancel the game or move it or something, but they, they didn't. And, you know, if we only come away with one COVID case, then, I mean, maybe it was, maybe it was the correct call, but at the end of the day, I just think that there, you've been able to move these games already and they did it. They, they've done it before. Why not do it now? I just think if it's their, if it's their star player and their golden boy, they would have done something and moved it instead of just Cam Newton. I, th- I think that the, the yeah. player matters. I, I'm not convinced of that, but be that as it may, uh, 
these when this is what was going to happen you knew you knew what this was going to happen and you can debate whether it's it was the good idea for this to happen this the players and coaches know that they knew that this was going to happen like if they get if if some teams get cases they're going to have to lose the practices and play on maybe short notice like but that's the whole that's why there was an opt out like if you don't feel like this is safe you could have opted out they they chose the ex to accept the risks. I don't have a lot of sympathy for the Patriots or really any team if they feel like the NFL is doing this unsafely because they could have opted out and be done with it. This was this was proposed to them back in what June or July, and yeah. so like they knew this was going to happen. They knew they they were going to push this to the limit and see how far they can go. And it's just yeah, it's, I don't have too much sympathy. Uh, breaking news from Ryan Hannibal on Twitter. Uh, the Patriots it's not breaking report. News by the time you hear it, breaking news as of right now. <laughs> uh, Ryan Hannibal on Twitter says that the Patriots reportedly requested more space at Arrowhead Stadium, but were declined. So, okay, that's, I that's, think a, that's, the, a, that's a different story. Right. I think the NFL is conspiring against us once again, <laughs> um, trying to infect us from the outside in, and is trying to kill off Belichick. Is I think that's just what we try, have to try to kill Belichick. Yeah. That's what the, the only way that they can succeed is trying to kill Belichick. That's the, it, I mean, that's yeah. the only logical answer. Yeah, the, uh, this is and that's and Belichick is uh, is countering that with sending Gilmore after Mahomes to go. Yeah, that, and that's that why we also that's why we also have Steve and we have um, Brian just on we the cloned him. staff. So he groomed. We him. knew exactly. So. Bill, if you are listening to this podcast, please oh, yeah. uh-huh. reproduce as many times as you can with Linda so so you can have just fill up the coaching staff before the NFL tries to uh, hire a hitman to Carol Baskin. Or just start in, in, injecting his brain. Does, into, yes. like, Does he even know what a podcast is? Like cryogenically freeze Bill Belichick underneath Gillette's I stick. think Belichick is like actually really tech savvy. Like when he does that like Insta book snap face thing, he knows exactly <laughs> what he's talking about because <laughs> – if you're a head coach at the NFL, I feel like you've got to know how to manage, you know, team socials and that uh, kind of stuff. There's he, definitely he certain- hires someone to do that. But there's a certain guy for it. But at the end of the day, Belichick knows anything that is being posted on social media because you can listen to athletes say it all the time. Uh, when you when you talk on social media, it's like a lot of them take it as um, you. That's how you speak it. That's how you'd speak at a press conference. So if you're going to say it there, you, you're saying it to the whole world. It's able to capture. It's able to reproduce that that whatever you say. So, I mean, 100%, it's known to him. So I think that he's completely joking and he's full of it if he acts like he doesn't know what it is. But he also is unaware to... He's he's terrible at managing the tablets on the sideline. He's uh, terrible at working the microphones at the press conference. It's all a ruse. He's terrible at taking on and off the headset during and before the the games. It's all just an act. It's all just an act. Can I read you the, uh, the Ryan Hannibal article here? I mean, you can if you want. Just, yeah. just, just this one part. Free country, buddy. Just what if, what it's talking about is like, according to Pro Football Talk, the Patriots were forced to cram into the Chiefs' visiting locker room, estimated a thousand square feet, and they were asked, they asked for more space, and they were declined. That's basically what that was talking about. That's a legitimate gripe. Casey has one That's of the smallest visiting rooms it's in the league. It's because Jackson Mahomes needed his extra uh, uh, back room yeah, to exactly. TikTok dance in the Chiefs' locker room. I hope. Uh, if Didn't they use like the tweets? Go ahead. Sorry. Like I thought they like what the Red Sox were doing was using what like the players they would use suites upstairs. So if they asked for more space, they literally could have went up in the suites or something like that. I don't know why you would deny. No, nah, but that's reserved for uh, Brittany, the first lady. Oh, my bad. If Mahomes gets it, I hope he coughs on his brother. Uh, why yes. would you, 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 you? That's such an unreasonable request at this time. You, you think he's just gonna go and like, hey Jackson, <clears throat> like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, isn't that basically what Gilmore just did? He just goes up and is like, hey, good game, bro. <laughs> just oops, sorry, did I breathe on you? I woke up and saw that picture like nine hundred times. That was like that. That's Gilmore, so funny. That, it's just funny that that happened, and someone was like, probably Adam Schefter, that dork, was probably like. I need to go find this picture and was and probably was like and now this Mahomes and Gilmore talk to making each other out after the, the game making out after the game yeah they were like uh oh that's why that's why Bill Belichick is so good because he can find players that are either a have incredible immune systems or b 
have weak immune systems, but are able to pass their weak immune systems off to other players. <laughs> I, I mean, like, so. I mean, Corona Gate's gonna get. Um, it's gonna get called Corona Gate, and it's biological going to warfare. <laughs> it's go. The Pats are gonna get docked a draft pick by the end of the season. Oh, let me say this about um, the Titans penalty deflategate thing. Um, if if they come out and find that they were defying NFL rules and getting people infected with a virus, and that penalty isn't worse than being generally aware of probable deflation in footballs, filming a documentary. Yeah, that is going to be ironic as as could be. That'll the be. rumor, there's rumors floating that uh, they may take out uh, Mike Vrabel for a, a year. I've heard of that. Yep. Suspension, but that, you that know what? Tough. But you know why? It's cause, it's because the Titans are half Patriots. They hate us. <laughs> they hate the Patriots. We, hey, we we joke about that though. But for the first time ever, like a lot of Pats fans uh, this week had been really like complaining about. Like, oh, they're investigating us or whatever. I, I don't think that's like an issue. That's part of the protocol. Right. Like, they're going to, any team that has a COVID outbreak, but they're investigated. They I don't think they're investigating Kansas City. I think they're investigating every other team but Kansas City. Well, they only, they're only investigating teams that have a spread. The, the Titans yeah, obviously had a spread. And we had a spread had one too from, it, they didn't, they don't investigate the Falcons because it was just AJ Terrell. They're not going to investigate the practice squad quarterback. Uh, for Kansas we'll City, just tell so. them to, we to had go back players. to Walmart and pack the bags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had three players: Cam Newton, uh, what's his name on the practice squad, and the Ghostbuster. Yeah, him and Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. And uh, how do you no, not Bill remember Murray. his name? That's like the best name on the team. Because I it's like Michael remember. Jackson. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We have Bill. We have Bill Murray and Michael Jackson on the practice squad. Oh yeah, he's back. Why is he back? Bill Murray's uh, gonna back. get called up for Jets week. Uh, he's going to no. That's what Belichick's going to do. He's going to call up Bill Murray for Jets Week because he's going to play into the Joe Flacco. No, Darnold will be back. Give us, be he's going to give Sam Donald first. Sam Donald had mono, and now he's going to get COVID. Uh, yeah, How, are we willing to place bets that Belichick went to the Darnold household, kissed him to give him mono, and then just like fled? Why do we think that Belichick had mono? Belichick one hundred percent gave him mono. No, that's 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 weird. I don't even know what that means. You get mono. <laughs> that, you, you get mono when you're like a twelve year old. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, 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 oh. Broncos versus Patriots is moving to early Monday night. Early Monday night. Really? Is that official? Per Mike Kliss, who covers Again? the Broncos. Perfect. This... Monday night oh, football back to back weeks. Good. I like it. Forgot. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. What do you, what are you, Lloyd Christmas? So wait, we're 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 saying this is real. This is real. Yes, yeah, this is real. Okay, this I confirmed real. it. It's real tweet. Awesome. So yes, Persian Nation. So this is what <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I I like <laughs> this because, and I was gonna say like I if we had a choice to either play it Sunday or move it to Monday, I would choose Monday just to the fact like no matter who your quarterback is, they need some practice. They they right. have in a day. They need at least two. Give me like give Stidham. Let's say it's Stidham. It's give Stidham at least two days to do some reps. He hasn't done a rep since training camp. And then throw him out there. Or even Hoyer. I think Hoyer would have played better against KC if he had a full week to practice. The Cam Newton uh, positive positive test came Saturday, so it's not like Hoyer could even rep a single snap. So you get what I'm saying? Whoever our quarterback is needs at least some reps. So I love, way, I love this This move. might mean Drew, Drew Locke might be playing then. And I don't know how Cam Newton's going to play. He's sucked so far. No, Wait, I'm just saying. I'm just this saying. This could give Newton an extra day. That too. That's what I was trying to say. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Is that Drew Locke will most likely play in this game, and Cam Newton might be back. I think Philip Lindsay is um. He's good to go. Is what's yeah. his name is going to play? Do we want now that we know it's that? Do we want to move on to Denver? I think this the starting. Does anyone have anything else to say about the COVID and Gilmore so. and everything? I think this is a great transition. To Denver. It kind of it kind of goes uh, hand Perfect. in hand. Starting at Denver, I think that the quarterback situation. We, I mean, we have no idea. Obviously, if Cam is double double negatives and can go, might as well go. Maybe they hold him out a week if he's not ready, if there's been no practice. But with this Monday movement, that certainly opens up the door for it. I think that, uh, Jacob, you, you'd be more you, – you, you have a great point about who to start. I think that it's – you got to go with Stidham or – I mean, a lot of people will say Brian Hoyer. I think that 
Brian Hoyer's probably would be the favorite, but Stidham makes more sense. I just said this on Felger and Maz. You guys yeah, you did. Yeah, big flex. <laughs> uh, but no, so I'm going to repeat what I said on there, though. It's just you don't want what's, what happened against KC to happen again. Like, I know Hoyer played like ass, but he is your quote-unquote reliable veteran if things go south. I would rather put the unknown in Stidham out there and see what he can do. And if he pukes on himself, you can just go to Hoyer and Hoyer, and you know what you're going to get from Hoyer. And you can manage Hoyer. You don't know what you get with Stidham. So I think that's a smarter approach. But I am fearful that they're going to give it to Hoyer. There was certainly the highest of highs in that game with Stidham and, and the lowest of lows with him as well. So there's there's an an unknown factor to him that makes him that you want to start him. And I'll also say this. I want to see Stidham play when the game plan is for him to play thank you he has never like i know it's he's had bad moments and you can pull up stats of he has thrown three picks in five drives or t- whatever many snaps or passes but that stuff happens when you get thrown into a game in which you're down and trying to come back and he has to take shots to the end zone when you're down multiple possessions one of his pick sixes is a drop off edelman like these are things that really can be chalked up to that. I I just want to see a week where he gets first team reps. He's able to practice. He's not injured like we heard with this week. Being thrown in at the end of a Jets game in garbage time is not a good example to say, well, he's not the guy. This guy sucks. At the end of a, Chief, a, a good competitive Chiefs game, a good game, throwing him into that when he wasn't the plan to be the starter and him, and him shit in the bed. Like that's not, you can't, gauge his ability off of that people overlook sample size isn't big enough i just want to see him play and if he does if he can throw together two games or even a game and look just equally as bad if the plan is for him to start i'll wave the white flag and say that sit actually sucks but until that happens i think you'd be naive to to say otherwise grant thank you for saying that because you took the words right out of my mouth like i people undervalue what reps mean to especially a quarterback it's just what happened, like I just said, Cam Newton tested positive Saturday and they just threw Hoyer in uh, Monday without any reps. And look what happened. Like Hoyer, like we know Hoyer sucks, but he, we know he can play a little better than that. And so if he played, if he had reps all week, he would have played better. Same with Stidham. You throw Stidham, and like I'm pretty much repeating what Grant just said. You throw him into a KC game the, against the best team in the league. He hasn't had reps since training camp when, when he had a hip injury. People forget that too, which took three to four weeks to heal. People forget. And he and then, was inactive every other week until this week. Yep. Inactive. He was inactive every week until, until now. And you just throw him in there in the middle of the game and you expect them to go off and dig us out of a hole. Like that's not Tom Brady back then wouldn't have, wouldn't have done that. Like, I don't care like how good you are. If you're Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert, they're all going to suck if they're put in that, into that spot. Like you just can't expect that, and you can if and if you think you can judge a quarterback or how good he is off of ten passes, why aren't you working for ESPN right now? Because you apparently are uh, know so much more about football than we do. That, that's a great point. Yeah, you, you should hit the scouting department if you got it figured out after ten passes. Because I mean, now even even a guy like Dwayne Haskins, who were like people are going to cancel him really quick, but. You just got to think of the situation every quarterback gets placed in. That's not a good place for him. That makes like he has no offensive line. He has no offensive line. Brutal. That team is it's it is it is Washington. They will always be Washington. That team is not meant for development of any kind. He if he if he's put somewhere else, even like New England, use that example. It's a completely different story. It's the same thing with Stidham. Every every quarterback situation matters. It's not just a cut cut. copy and paste everyone's the same mold and everybody pans out the same that's just that's just ridiculous the yeah the nfl is like the nfl is as hard as it hard as it is like game planning throughout a week like you can't just throw a guy in there and expect he's gonna play well the situation matters and people forget that and they just see what what happens and <laughs> jump to conclusions when they really shouldn't yet no yeah. it's because Hindsight's always twenty twenty two, right? You're going to look at the game and you're going to be like, oh, we threw two interceptions. Like, I mean, would we have been saying something completely different if Stidham let it come back for the win? 
would we have been saying like, oh, he should have been better or like to play devil's advocate here? Like, would we we have been saying like, oh, he's like perfectly ready for this role now if he just came in and got the win? Right. Like, it's just, and I'll tell you what, like, look back at Tom Brady's first 10 passes. They were, they were bad too. And one yeah, was I almost mean, a pick six. Like, if you judge him perfect. off of his first 10 passes in 20, in 2000, uh, you would have thought he sucked too. Like, and he barely made the team in tw- in 2001. But like, I've been told he's a system quarterback and, and so. <laughs> but where's your system now? Where's that, where's that system when Brian Hoyer's airmailing passes over Ryan Izzo? It's not a system. Clearly talent matters. And, and preparation, practice, and a game plan. It, it almost seems like actual football matters. And it's right. not just beautiful system that everyone on Twitter likes to just create in their heads. A system cannot make a quarterback good. That's the thing. The system cannot make a quarterback good. It can get guys open, and they can help the offense run a little more efficiently, but you need a guy at the helm who can make the throws. Like so, the whole uh, system QB, is, the whole system like, QB thing is stupid, anyways. And like with the because with what Grant just said, if you can't make the throws, you can't make the throws. If you can, you can. It's not the system. You're either good or you're not. My my theory is you are a good quarterback, but the system that you're placed in and the teammates around you can trans can make you an even better quarterback. And that's the the difference between a good serviceable quarterback versus an elite quarterback. Whereas for the people say, oh, we should have drafted Lamar Jackson over Sony Michelle. I'm telling you, that system does not fit any of Lamar Jackson's play style coming off a year where Tom Brady won an MVP. And so also, dra- also, Lamar sitting under Tom Brady is just correct. Dumb idea. Yeah, yeah, right. Lamar Jackson, well, yes, he has talent. He is a perfectly good NFL quarterback. The system around him, he would not have been an MVP-type caliber player if he was on another team. Dude, the Ravens dude. built the system around Lamar Jackson. Look at Josh Allen. I know you're gonna like laugh and be like, "Oh, great with Josh Allen," but Josh Allen. Yeah, look at. Wait, we're talking about the the Jaguars one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bill's Josh Allen quarterback, Wyoming. When he came out of Wyoming, he's a complete raw talent. It, uh, it was a lot of people were fair to say after his first season or two seasons or whatever. His look at his look at his comp percentage, whatever. He sucks, um, and a lot of people were set on that. But look at this year. That's development. That's like what happens. You cannot judge someone based off 10 passes, more or less almost two years, especially at the quarterback position. Because when you look at what happened from his rookie year, when he was throwing to Kelvin Benjamin to what's happening now, when he's throwing to Stefan Diggs, it is a completely different quarterback, a completely different skill set, And he's shown exponential growth through that time. The system is built around the quarterback. That's the thing people forget. The system is built towards the quarterback's, strengths but how many times has bill said it we're gonna game plan for uh it's not about what you can't do it's like what you can do and how can i use it that's how it works with most players really uh if not every player and it, that works for the quarterback too they will build the strength or, they built the strength around tom Brady, who was the good who loved the the quick passes over the middle and the outs and all that just the quick passes and so that's what they did they got players like edelman and amandola who can run that's why those they routes. don't have a deep threat every single season that's why they've never because had a deep offense, threat yes that's why they've never had a deep threat since randy moss it's because they don't need one they brandon cooks have- brandon cooks fine i mean i guess it, it obviously helps but they don't need it like, antonio who, brown who is your deep threat in oh, yeah. uh yeah who is your deep threat in 2014 brandon lafell yeah right well, he was your deep threat out of all the guys that you had. Sure, or, yeah. I, I'd say Gronk is probably your deep threat at that. Or point. Gronk, yeah, that's a good one. But you get my point. It's Tim just, Wright. You don't need someone to stretch the defense. That that can only help you so much. If the guys, if the if that's all you got, like I mean, it's just not going to get other people open. It's like it's called man coverage. Another example: Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill's not a guy you want throwing sixty times a game. He's so Tannehill- not a good quarterback. He's not that, that good. That is up he's for debate. Not that good. That is up for debate. But he's not a good quarterback, but the system around him I'll makes him a good quarterback. He's not good yeah. enough to throw sixty times a game, but he can hit seven passes a game that will win games, and that's why they were in the AFC Championship last year because the offense was built to his strengths. AJ they were also Brown, in the AFC champion. Oh no, never mind. Derek the Chiefs were in the AFC guys. Championship because the my Houston Texans absolutely lost it. And well, she's in the AFC Championship because it's the system and Andy Reid's You're Houston, the Texans blow, Ethan. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Belichick, Belichick's going to rehire O'Brien. Oh, God, please. For no. the love of God, no. If that happens, I'd be more upset about that than if seeing Stidham 
not start this Sunday. You know, while we're, while we're talking about the Texans, just think about this. The Texans tried to hire uh, Nick Casario, failed, tampering charge. Uh, now they're spending, as their GM, so what did they do? They settled with Bill O'Brien, who Bill O'Brien is spending more money on his active roster on the Texans than any GM was this entire year. And they are currently, right now, winless. So, Yeah, but now who's the dude that runs everything? Jack Easterby, former Patriot? Former Patriot in, is in the, Houston. Yeah. Well, so and and their he's their interim head coach, former Patriot Rome, Romeo Cornell. They're so they're either gonna probably get Casario or McDaniel's. This is probably the last year to one of them. That you know what? Put that in the uh, the back pocket. Is that that's gonna is like Casario gonna get a head coaching job? Put that no. Uh, I right. That's what I'm saying. Is this this he, conversation is gonna be awesome for the dead of sports in March. Oh, yeah. Save so, it for the pod yeah, in six put, months. Put, yeah, save it for the pod in six months. Is What else on Denver outside of quarterbacks do we need to discuss here? Matt, you want to say something? They got a pretty good run defense. Yeah. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, you, I mean, you always got the I, I'm Just pretty sure that – Mike Purcell. Locked up Mike Purcell. I, I believe that Broncos defense, like, pass-wise, pass defense is not very good. They have lost A.J. Boye, and I believe they lost Charles Harris Jr. to the Chargers. And uh, the Patriots might have some trouble running on them. They've been a very effective uh, run defense team so far this year. Uh, depending on who the quarterback is, they could def- decide to attack more in the like passing game rather than the run game. But um, hopefully they can get the run game going early like they did in Kansas City, depending on who starts. Do we know where, uh, where they rank in run defense? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now, I believe. People find these stats of like where people where the teams rank right now, and I can never find them. Uh good good site for that is Yahoo. Uh you can go to like team stats. I just I'm a Yahoo lover. I love like we are Yahoo guys. I guess so. Yahoo yes, is also here. if you're listening to this, sponsor us. Broncos. Yeah, yeah, you've got money to spend even though it's like a failing company. Broncos 29th ranked offense in the league, so yeah. <laughs> what about run defense? 13th. Uh, it's, a, it's not bad, but it ain't great. It's on the, it's on the upper. 15th. They are literally dead center almost. Yeah. Three points against 15. Uh, for some reason, I thought. I heard 13. Never mind. They're on the this defense is just as average as it could be. To, or, sorry, Rush. Yeah, it's not a very. I mean, they did lose Von Miller, so. Well, yeah, but. They're, so, they're, they're another injured team. Like. We should be we should be fine. We should be able to run just fine. If we they, get uh, com- they do if have we get quarterback play, we'll be fine. Colin Kaepernick's still available. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh. Someone, so yeah, someone go find that go. article because I right. I'm telling you, I can't <laughs> wait to like... win the Super Bowl this year with Kaepernick as my starting quarterback. Des Bryant and Antonio Brown on the outsides. <laughs> Who should we get a running that, back? Cam Newton. Ray Rice. Y'all think that the trade deadline this year is going to be like very quiet, just because no team is going to want to bring in. I mean, everyone other player. I just feel like there's going to. I don't know what the COVID effects. Everyone thought the MLB trade deadline yeah, was going to be slow, and then it just turned out to be. Speaking of which, mayhem. Um, uh, I've heard this floated around since Owenu is playing really good. Uh, do they think Tooney. about trading uh, Joe Tooney? And also, uh, I I read a report that the pay, the team. They didn't play JJ Taylor this past Monday, and uh, what I've heard, what I've read, is that they may, they just think they may have too many running backs. What if one of them gets shipped out of here? Or what they could do with JJ Taylor is like a redshirt year, what they did with Harris last year, and then ship out like Burkhead the like in next year. Well, that, I don't well, think, I think any James White have much. James White's a free you. agent next year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe let James White walk, and J- Taylor can take over his spot. Uh. No James White slander. <laughs> no slander. I love the dude, but it's just mm. it may be time to move on. I don't think you can let him walk. He's too big I, of a. I don't know. Leader. I mean, I'd Damian Harris is a better running running back than James White is. So, I think in this office <laughs> there is no shortage of running backs. I don't think that that's something that you can have yeah. too many of. Every running back, I think we've said it a couple times. Every running back you have is just one more weapon. Twist Army knife back right. there. But you, speaking you, on you Joe Tooney, right now. He, Right now, Joe Tooney's your starting center. I'm talking. Well, I'm talking if like David Andrews comes back. 
But if he doesn't come back, I feel like it's completely different. If, well, he if, he wasn't our starting center a week ago, but but like if Andrews yeah. is our yeah, but if Andrews is our starting center, I, who knows? James hey, Ferris is not a hey. should not be our starting center the entire. No, season. no, no, no. But look at this. At the beginning of the season, we were told we had one of the most talentless rosters in the league, and here we are sitting here talking about we have too much talent at these positions. Who should we trade? So look at that parallel for you. Because everyone said this roster was bottom of the league when it came to talent. Oh, There's still it. teams that say that we have no talent at the wide receiver position, Ugh. but they must not be watching the same type of film that we're watching. The talent thing is just – you haven't been watching these games if you think the Patriots don't have some talent. How about the fact that we kept it close with the best team in the league, the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, and just – and without cam newton like i know cam newton is a big part of the offense but he's not all of it we were still able to run the ball efficiently and our defense played lights out like gilmore had his best game of the year so far he's been pretty bad to start the year but he this this was a bounce back game you could say his play was infectious but (laughs) good one but uh but seriously he had a good game and the whole secondary really had a good game i loved and i texted grant about this and me and matt may look at this during film is that they had there were a few times they just had eight DBs on the field. They had instead of linebackers, they had uh Jackson at linebacker. Phillips, uh, Phillips and Duggar and at, as the two linebackers. I saw a few times. And you had Calhoun on the side if you want to count him as Calhoun a linebacker. Calhoun dropped back a ton too. Right. Like, like it's just yeah. It's just the this is what we're going on with uh because Phillips and Duggar both can play linebacker. They're both big enough. Right, they're, so honestly, they're hybrid players. Yeah, they're honestly more physical than Bentley. So, I mean, it's just, like, the, it concerns me for if we play a good running team. And we did against uh, the Raiders, and we did struggle with that for a while until Jacobs got hurt. But if we find a team that can run, like, really efficiently, like, all game, and we can't stop it, that's I'm, that's where we're going to have a lot of problems. They did an Let's awesome see, job in- with, with Clyde, you know? Like for I was gonna say, like he's one of the better running backs, like that you're gonna face all year, probably. Yeah, they, they did, did a great well. job. Yeah, this uh, this eight DB set is it's gonna be interesting to watch this whole season, especially in that stretch of mm-hmm. uh, Houston, Arizona, Baltimore, all in all in back to back to back weeks. So, I mean, they've got the the talent level to do it. I mean, they've got, and this is, I mean, that's how they built the team, right? They 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 built the team on versatility. Hopefully, by that time. Uche is playing, which gives you another guy on the edge. And there's just, I don't know, there's a lot, there's a lot of talent and they're really deep on the defensive position. So, or at all defensive positions. The talent, when they say we're talentless on both sides of the football, it's just an absolute overreaction. Like, it's not about how much talent you have, it's about what you do with the players that you have, right? We're going to play to your weakness and we're going to play to our strength. Absolutely. How about the guy who to- who shoved down our throat about not ha- having a depleted front seven? I don't. I, if you ask me, the front seven played pretty good the other night, especially the D line. Winovich is. Winovich is. Yeah. He's here. Like, Winovich is a guy. dog, dude. He's, he's good. so good. And while Wise couldn't couldn't <laughs> hit Mahomes to save his yeah, life, I think we were talking about that. We were doing the wacky waveable. He still he still had pressure, which still impacted some plays. So. Even then, he stepped up a little bit. Rivers didn't really have a great game, but uh, Adam Butler was in it. Like the D line actually played probably its best game of the year, and um, and they needed to, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And th- this is the one of those games where you throw eight DBs. Uh, you got to get pressure field, up front, and you get you need your line to get pressure because you're not going to have any extra blitzers against this team that has so many offensive weapons. What do you guys think the most DBs on the field has been at one time? Probably when they faced Lamar Jackson first. I was thinking, I know that like the playoff there was game nine. Mm-hmm. And Adrian and it, Phillips was a part of that. Yeah, you yep. forget Adrian Phillips is actually a DB. He's a, he's a he safety. He picked him off, too. He picked off Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. Which isn't hard to do, by the way. He's big. <laughs> Phil, Phillip, Phillips looks actually like uh, – he looks like a linebacker if you look at him on film. Dude, he was my mm-hmm. favorite offseason acquisition. He's really he's yeah, really showed. He's big, like he's huge actually. He's he looks like he's almost as big as Bentley. If you're, like, cause he's you watch him on tape, he stands out. He stands out. He's much bigger than like all the time. Yeah, 
He's much bigger than anyone else. He's bigger than Duggar. It's gonna, yeah. Is I think. Uh, I don't think so. It's close. They're both big, and that's that's good. So I mean, I this this Denver run game does not like they've been able to run the ball efficiently, and they certainly did against New York. Take that as a Melvin Gordon, yeah. But yeah, I just I'm never gonna be scared of Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. Like that's Philip just, Lindsay's like a, a cheap James White in my opinion. But oh yeah, yeah. he's he's whatever your Aldi discount, great value, whatever James White. Like this could also be a Duke Dawson revenge game. Just... <laughs> oh god, I forgot about him. What does he even yeah, play? Like I don't know. I I just saw his name on the depth chart and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh my! He has god. one tackle this year. There what an go. awful draft pick that was. Dude, Florida players, just stay away and, from them. Name and, one uh, Florida player who worked out. Mike Mike Gillisley, Aaron Hernandez. None of those guys work out for the Pats. It's just wow. Like and Ethan was spot on. Ethan was spot on in Duke Dawson. Like he's we watched him in preseason. He sucked. It was, he was a second round. Didn't we trade up for him? We traded up for this bum, and now he's gone. He was gone after a year. It's wow. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Pick. But the William, the Juwan Williams pick has worked out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Wrapping tight ends. Yeah, and he was wrapping Kelsey. Yeah, he did. And he, now who's he get to face? Noah Michigan, Fant. Jake Butt. Noah Fant. Jake Butt. If Noah Fant doesn't play, it'll be Jake Butt. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah, Jake Butt. Dude, you got a nice butt. But uh-huh. let's fall from like that dude was gonna be like a top twenty selection oh, before that Orange Bowl towards ACL. It's yeah. just, I feel for him. You, they, don't He's they torn his ACL them? twice now. Do they have? Yeah, because he did it when he got to the league, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What do, Don't they have like AJ Derby or like one of those guys too? They used to. I think they had AJ Derby and then like he got released or something. Let's see. Nick Vanett and Albert Aquabunum. Oh, oh Mizzou yeah, boy. Aqu- right, yeah. right, right. They go. Oh, and then your, your, uh, your boy, what's that? KJ Hamler? Yes, KJ Handler, and he's not going to play. I don't think. Yep. Which sucks. I really want a KJ Handler. I forgot we played Jake, uh, Jacob Hollister a few weeks ago. Yes, we did. Remember when Pats fans were like mad that we only got a seventh for him? I was so he surprised like we got anything for him. Dude, the fact that we got a single pick for that guy was ridiculous. Seriously. He gets like one catch every eight games. And he took, he took advantage of a good situation with Disley and who was in front of him. Whoever. Uh, whoever. When when their tight their starting tight ends went down last year, and he was like the third guy up, and he was just getting like schemed open, and Pats fans were like, "Oh my god, you know who he could use right now is Hollister." Like, dude, give me a break. Like, <laughs> yeah, Hollister. What, yeah, he when made he was it here. You wanted plays. no part of him. Remember the play he got stopped short of the goal line. The only play I can remember of him is in, in Patriot was I think that's one of his like two catches here was against Jacksonville. He had one nice like twenty five yard play against Jacksonville in a loss, in a loss. That is why he was getting the ball. Um, yeah, that guy. Cannot believe you got a seventh for him. I, I can't believe you got anything for that pile of crap. Holy crap. I mean, look, nothing on Denver scares me. I think we can kind of, like, right. Jerry Judy's going to get clamped. All right, he doesn't scare me that much. He wasn't even the best receiver in the class, so. You know. Jason Jackson will clamp him down. And I'm actually excited to see, because Gilmore's obviously not going to play. Like who steps up in his absence? Right? It's going to be a big game for Jonathan Jones because he yet he's yet to have one this year. I, I, one player yeah. that has just underperformed really since like week nine of last it's season. The contract. Yeah, I think it's since his contract he signed that extension. Do we want to do uh, winners and losers? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, my winner. I didn't even have a winner, so that that's a great way to put me on the spot. Um, my winner is the. Uh, Jalen Hurts. My winner is Jalen Hurts. Um, because Carson Wentz is not good. Um, I know they won, but they played a very uh, injured and depleted uh, Niners team. This is me just spitballing, by the way. I, I, I had time to prepare, and I didn't, per usual. Um, but Jalen Hurts, because I, he's going to be the starting quarterback next year. There's no way they, they keep Carson Wentz after this season. Um, my loser, I have two losers. One, the Atlanta Falcons, per usual. Um, I mean, they, they couldn't have lost to Green Bay, could they? And so let's see who they're playing next week. My real loser, Sam Darnold. My loser is Sam Darnold because, uh, again, just like Jalen Hurts, coming up with this on the fly. 
Um, no, never mind. My loser is Tyrod Taylor. My loser is Tyrod Taylor because Tyrod Taylor has been getting the short end of the stick ever since he led the Buffalo to the playoffs, and he got shipped out by Josh Allen and then shipped out by Buffalo, and now he was supposed, supposed to be the starter for the majority of the season until Justin Herbert was ready. Then Justin, Herb, then Justin Herbert comes in and is ready, and Tyrod Taylor gets stabbed by his own team doctor. Um, so Tyrod Taylor is having a very difficult few years, uh, so that's my loser. Um, I got to leave for dinner, so adios, and I'll see you guys later. I had for a for a winner. I had now Jake's gonna love this one. I did the Cleveland Browns because yeah. that was that was an actually a convincing win. The for their first convincing win in God knows how long. But yeah, and it is the Cowboys, and the red flag is that they almost came back and like tied the game. But still, they put up forty nine points against. A they team. made enough plays at the end for them to not come back. Exactly at the end, all that kind of stuff. So there's exactly. something to to build on there. Exactly. So they may they could if they could take that and run with it, they may actually be a good team for once. But you know how history, his you know how history's gone. It's just you, they have a good game and then they just crap themselves the rest of the season. My loser was an obvious one. It's Bill O'Brien. He like you idiot. Like that team, you had a great up and coming quarterback and a top two wide receiver in the league. And and JJ Watt and a decent like team. It's overall it's a good team. Then they make him GM and he starts ripping it apart. And now they can't even win a game. They should have beat Pittsburgh. They should have won this last. They lost Minnesota. Minnesota's good, not great. They should have won this game. This team should be. So I don't even know if you can is. call Minnesota good. They were winless. That was an zero and three, zero and three. That was a bad Magic. game by Minnesota too. Yeah, I don't know how they uh, didn't win just, that game. It's just it's honestly pathetic. And I'm some people were shocked that it happened this early, especially on a COVID year. But it should it's too late. It should have happened sooner. It should have happened before the season. As soon as they traded away DeAndre Hopkins for a running back. They should have. They should have pulled the cord right there. Do you want to go to the last grant uh, or? Uh, go because I might try to find a different loser here while you're doing. Okay, that. so my winner, I, I Grant's gonna like this one too. I went with Joe Mixon. He finally, and I took him in both of my fantasy leagues. I just traded and he him. Finally away. went off. You just traded him away. Yeah, I traded him away like before that Sunday. game. Really? Literally he went off on Sunday game. for like 180 yards. I think it was. Three touchdowns, two on the ground, one in the air. Six receptions, 30 yards, almost 150 yards on the ground, and he finally took off. That's exactly what Joe Burrow needs to succeed in Cincinnati. Yep. So hopefully he can keep it up. I mean, he's one of the more underrated backs in football, and hopefully he can keep it going. For my loser, I'm going to go with Detroit. I mean, you had a 14-point lead against the Saints at home. Your home field, Stafford. I feel so bad for Stafford. He's one of the better quarterbacks in football. He's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in football. And Matt Patricia just does not a coach a team. He's supposed to be think, known for his defense. Who do you think goes first? Dan Quinn, Matt Patricia, or Adam Gase? It has to be Adam Gase. If Adam Gase is not by the trade deadline, like that's a that's a oh my god. Who was I, it that said they were interested in the Texans? Who said they were interested in him? Someone someone Oh yeah. I don't remember. Someone said it. You're right. Someone said they were interested in him. Oh, my. If you go from Bill O'Brien to Adam Gase, you're just going from one suck back to the next. If if you are a Texan fan, you have permission to change teams at that point. Hang yourself, actually. Yeah. yeah, If you you get to the point of not (laughs) killing yourself, then yeah. Wow. They will actually go from one suck bag to another. They. (laughs) Wow. I can't. All right. uh, (laughs) But kind yeah, the Lions, it, my loser. Uh, same theme what? as you, Matt, with the Bengals. My winner was Joe Burrow. He got his first career win. You know, finally there was something to look for in that uh, that Bengals that Bengals game when one offensive piece finally worked out for him. He got he got a win a a, a win against. I I think all of you guys picked the Jags in that game, so I'm going to say they were underdogs in that game because. Every one of us, other than me, picked the Jags in that game. But yeah, Joe Burrow, he's he's had an awesome he's had an awesome four games. I think he's been the best rookie in football. Um, him and CD probably. But as far as quarterbacks go, Joe Burrow's looked awesome. And then for my loser, it's kind of an interesting one here. But I did Jamal Adams. So as you may or may not know, he has been hurt. And during the game, he put out a picture of him with his helmet 
on watching the game. And you can clearly see on the table, he had an illegal substance, according to the NFL, on the table. He had a blunt just sitting there. So he quickly deleted that, photoshopped it out, and then reposted the picture. So Seahawks, so Jamal Adams. Hilarious moment on Twitter. <laughs> can Jamal you... Adams putting out a picture. I can't imagine just being like the media, like part of the media team for either Jamal Adams or the Seahawks, and they see that and they get a text from Jamal. He's like, "Yo, take that yeah. down, take that down, take that down. Photoshop this out real quick, please." Or, or like what? It probably wasn't even him that noticed it first. It was probably they posted the picture, and then every the response team. started coming in. It's like when you're like when a fan page posts something and you have like an error in it, and everyone immediately starts commenting the error. You're like, "Oh, oh, oh like I got, I got to like delete this." He definitely posted that, and then it was just like. A flood of comments just tacking the NFL or like wait, wait, hold something. on a second. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, so funny. But I, I just gotta I can't wrap my head around the Texans going for Bill O'Brien. Was it was it the Adam Texans? Gaze? Yeah, it was the Texans. Oh, oh it was the Texans. Wasn't actually, the, the someone said the Texans were may be interested in Adam Gase if he gets fired. I just I don't know what to say to that. Like uh, I just I don't I really don't know what to say that if they actually go Ooh, from another another loser Mike McCarthy uh oh that's supposed a good to be one the savior of the Dallas Cowboys here oh my and God. uh here we are sitting at one and three there was, thought uh, he was and a your, savior your one win shouldn't even count because if you come back against the Falcons it doesn't count anyone like, can do that anyone <laughs> uh, no, Mike McCarthy is just a fat Jason Garrett it's mm-hmm. get, it's you're getting the same results. As it, with Jason Garrett, just an underachieving, talented team, and what's and they're still going to probably make the playoffs. They're definitely the best team in that division. They should be so much better. They should they should be honestly undefeated right now. Right. They they should have won every single game they played. It's unreal. The Cowboys is the Cowboys and the Browns have pissed me off so far. Right now they're doing a little better. They're three and one, but the Cowboys and. Uh, Browns have been the teams for the past few years. It's just been pissing me off so much. It's like they have they're loaded with talent. Cleveland was loaded with talent last year, and they sucked. And not and the Cowboys for years have had it's, talent, and they've sucked. That okay. Cowboys oh. offense might be legitimately the best offense in football too, which is crazy. One because, of them, yeah. I mean, look at it. Like Amari Cooper, he's top three in receiving yards. Dak is playing out of his CD mind. Lamb. CD is Zeke. the best rookie posi- skill position player in there. Zeke, of course, you know where he stands. Like best offensive line, they, arguably they in football, just healthy. Dacked on offense, and, and uh, we go back to what we said earlier. Like, if we go back to what we said earlier about talent, it's not about the talent you have. It's about using their strengths and weaknesses. And, I mean, that's a clear-cut factor right there, how it doesn't work out it's, unless you have a good head coach. The NFL is it's the ultimate team sport, and uh, have, have a successful team like this in football, you need a good head coach. You need a good system. You need Absolutely. a good coach staff. You need a good owner. You need it all to be successful. It's not just the talent on the field. They are third in points per game, averaging 31 and a half points and 32nd, allowing 146 points through four games. That's unreal. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. They are first in yards per game, passing yards per game. They are 23rd in rush. They dominate time of possession being fourth in, in fourth in that. And they're oh, or one in three. That's unbelievable. It's just, I said this in the, I said this in the group chat. I said like, if you're Jerry Jones and you don't pay Dak Prescott, at least use it on some defense for the next quarterback that comes in. Right. Like, it's, it's and Dak mess. is – what sucks is Dak is having the year that should – He's throwing like 500 yards a game, it feels like. It's if, if somehow this team, like you said, Jacob, they should be undefeated. If this team was undefeated, we would be talking about this team like they're the MVP. Seahawks. We would be like, Dak is the MVP. Why, why – Jerry Jones should pay Dak. Why are – like all of this. But when your record – shows through all when you're one in three that conversation isn't had and we're still sitting at that sitting at that point debating whether you should pay Dak or not honestly the top three mvp votes right now should be uh, wilson Dak, and josh allen like right but it, because because of record you're not you look at the teams that are undefeated and which Bills, is so uh, wrong like they shouldn't know, do that yeah, it's like, like it's just right. like it's like what what would the cowboys do without Dak? Like, it's like mike trout in baseball right he wins it every year yeah. he's not even on a great team right so it's like wow yeah it's just it, it's tough to gauge and i don't know mvp to me is such a a weird like 
wash. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, just think about where the Cowboys would be without that. Because there's so many different ways to look at it. You can look at the narrative of it and be like, oh, well, Wilson's never got an MVP vote and all this. And oh, Rogers, you know, this is his revenge tour for drafting Jordan Love and like all that to it. But at the end of the day, it's just like, do you care about that or, or do you want the player that if you remove them from the team, they get worse. It's just so hard in football, which is the ultimate team sport to just mm-hmm. definitively say this player is the most valuable player in the league. And it's just, it's, it's just so many casuals out there who won't, if they see an MVP on a losing team, they're going to lose their minds. Like, well, right, how good right. was he really? I mean, their team sucked. And I guess they, they somewhat have a point, but not enough. Like if, if one player is balling out, they, it shouldn't matter if they're on a suck team or not. He yeah, was the most like- valuable player. I feel like you find the MVP if you're going to like actually like look and try to dissect who the most valuable player would be on like in the in the entire league. You're not going to find it on the team. It's 14 and 2 because that team is obviously built well enough to where one player can't carry it. If I guess use a basketball oh. example, I don't think the most valuable player is LeBron James or or Giannis, the most valuable player is going to be on one of those mid-tier teams like Chris Paul, who's willing his team to the Luka playoffs. Or yeah, something like those like. kind of guys. Like it, 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 using that in the NFL, you'll find that that MVP on if somehow like if the Raiders had a push or whatever, and like Derek Carr was playing well, like he was the first two weeks, it would be that type of guy. Or if 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 Dak can put up forty a game and will the Cowboys terrible thirty-second worst defense in the league to a couple wins. I mean, that. how is that not the most valuable? Russell Wilson last year. Right. He literally carried that team. Did they make the playoffs? I forget. Yeah, no, they lost to Green Bay in first he, round. I mean, by a spot. They should have been in the NFC Championship. He literally brought that team to the playoffs by himself. By and he's himself. almost doing it again because of how bad that defense is. That defense blows. It's, it's so like, bad. It's. And, I mean, the only piece worth looking at on that defense, outside of Bobby Wagner, of course, is Jamal Adams, who's been inactive, and he's going to be out this week too. I mean, it, it is. They say it. Let Russ cook. That is the whole game plan, is he just cooks and he wins. By the way, a little scheduling note. I think I just saw that the Bills and Titans game got moved to Tuesday and Chiefs and Bills got moved to Sunday. What? Tuesday night football. Wait, wait, wait. Where did the, the when did the Chiefs game get moved to? Chiefs and Bills is on Sunday next week. Next week they they pushed it back. It was a supposed week? to be Thursday. It was supposed to be Thursday night football. Oh, between the two. Okay, yeah. never mind. I was gonna say that didn't make any sense. But but wait, what time was the Tuesday game? I don't know what time their Tuesday game is gonna be. But one more note is Cam Newton tested positive October second, and the the I think the league conduct or whatever is that 10 days after the test he can play again i don't know if that's right but they changed that no so first it it 24 hours so first it was if you were asymptomatic after five days if you produce back-to-back tests negative Mm. uh, but over a 24-hour period uh you can play they actually removed that now it's any time like he could have test they could have tested him today and they can test him tomorrow and if he comes back negative both times he's back same with Gilmore. So this this yeah, game, the game being moved to uh to Monday, there's a potential chance that Gilmore and Cam both play. Exactly, also a very yeah. high chance they don't. But with the way that this conduct and policy works yeah. now, you got to think quick. that they're back against the 49ers without a doubt. I think right, it should be yeah, especially yeah. especially Cam the, and and with the bye too. It's like that'll be good for Cam to get back, right? Blessing that we have this bye early mm-hmm. rather than right. later. This actually came out pretty good. You know, I would usually you want like a, a later buy and the, the, the early buy, but this hits right at a perfect time because then we come back and we hit the, the 49ers, we hit the Ravens, a lot of a lot of good teams. So exactly get, get well, get healthy, get COVID free, be out of the facility, have an excuse to not practice. They can all that. practice a couple of days this week. I saw they like aren't practicing tomorrow, but hopefully there's some day of practice. Saturday, Sunday, you'd think they practice, right? The old adage: Games aren't won on Sundays; they're won every other day of the week during practice. And at least they don't have to fly on the day of the game to go. Yeah. Play. Okay. So yeah, I'm reading it now. They're not gonna practice tomorrow, but they're gonna uh, practice on Saturday. And I'm obviously I fear Sunday would be a walkthrough. So yeah, something like that. I'll take it. I'll take it. Good news. Mine Good football. news. I, yeah. I will take it. Hey, look, that's back-to-back weeks of, of primetime games. Me, an out-of-market fan, I'll take it. <laughs> we get Romo and Ain't got to scramble to get on my, my streams and stuff. 
hopefully we can hopefully Stidham can have a, a couple of days of practice and hopefully he can actually show us something. But if he sucks, oh I'll be the first one to tell you. But it's un- and that's why we love you, Jacob. <laughs> and I'll look. I will look at my Stidham jersey in my closet and be like, "You suck." Shelby Harris I'll, of the Broncos. I'll be the, I'll be the first to go back on Stidham <laughs> to 2018 Grant Stidham take and be like, "This guy, mm-hmm. I knew it from the time he was at Auburn. I, he just doesn't have it." Uh, it's it's so funny how you started when we first drafted Stidham. You were so down on him now you're so up on him and now it turns out he may just suck and now you may have to go back on right from the first place and we can actually just wipe all of the good things i said about him out of out of existence like that never happened right no yeah it d- didn't happen i look just i don't you remember get both sides of the take and one way you're going to come out right they call it the stephen a smith <laughs> it's weird there's a gap in my memory i don't remember yeah. you praising stidham it was the COVID year. Every take was fake. <laughs> it was a fake year. Yeah, fake year. 2020 doesn't count. Uh, all right. You good? That's all I got. That's all I got, too. Yep. All right. So all righty. We'll see you hopefully Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, they're really screwing Or Monday after the game, we could usually, do it, too. Usually, we're trying to record on Mondays, but uh, man, this, this day of COVID it. messes us up too. I think I mean, have, I, some, have some consideration for us. I think the NFL is, is out to get Yosef Fiesta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we All figured right. out their plan. Now they're trying to get us. <laughs> All right. Adios. Adios. Adios.